happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers out there. <laughs> we just wanted to wish you a happy Mother's Day. We hope you have an absolute amazing day and know that we see that every day is Mother's Day. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Hi. Oh. Hi. I'm Amanda Hello, Allen. Amanda. Hello. Amanda Hello. Allen is very old this I'm week. Old. This episode, we are joined by a lovely guest. She is a writer for television. She writes comic books. Amanda Dibert. Hi. Thanks Hello. for having me. Hi. Thanks for being on the show. So um, I have three kids. They're all boys, eight six and three i have a an eight-year-old boy and twin five-year-old girls and what have you got i i've got just one so i'm like definitely the least stakes in this game i have one (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure you have you have skin in the game i mean i mean i just you know i bow to to parents and multiples but i have one four and a half year old daughter four and a half all Mm -hmm. right so does that mean kindergarten next year or TK? Or? Uh, one more year of preschool. Okay, she's a she's a January. Yeah, yeah. Aww, I know. Nice. Well, welcome to the show. I'm very tired. Yeah. 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 Now we're in the time machine right now, but uh, in our time machine here, uh, this weekend is Mother's Day, and I. <sighs> Went on hotel tonight. Yes, you did. I got myself a hotel. Okay. I'm leaving Friday. Amazing. And then I'm not coming back until Sunday. Oh, you're taking a full on weekend. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Ari was not happy about that. And I was like, that is too bad. (laughs) Where are you going? Uh, I'm just going to a hotel in San Diego that was really cheap. I'm going to show up. I'll be in the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just had to make sure that there was a bar on site. That's right. So you don't have to go anywhere? Exactly. You can go down and get a drink, or you can get a drink, bring it up, or... Exactly. Maybe they can deliver one. And I made sure that there was room service. Exactly. And a pool. Right. Yes. These were musts. Yeah. And it was oh. so cheap. Oh, I'm so glad. It's so awesome. And that app <sighs> is, like, so ridiculous. Looking. It does help you out. And you can go to nice hotels, and then... I wish they were a sponsor or something. Right? Although, tonight, uh, I left the house, <laughs> and... Uh, my Rex, my eight-year-old came home and he was all right. Like just lately, he just sees me and he's like angry at me. Oh, yeah, it's cool. Oh. Uh, it's like super cool. <laughs> that feels good. Yeah, like negative twenty-four-seven with me. Uh, um, uh. And uh, he, he, he was like, "I can't wait until you leave on Friday." Oh my god! Were you like, "Me too, kid"? Yeah, I yeah. think I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back at you, dude. Oh. <laughs> Gonna have a great time. Yeah, so Friday, Friday can't come uh, soon enough. Oh, no, that is awesome. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, I did this last year. Uh, a mom in our mom's group mm-hmm. uh, has mm-hmm. uh, uh, recommended that th- that's what she does. And I thought that was fucking genius. And I did it last year. And it was like life affirming and... I'm looking forward to it. It's awesome. Let me tell you, that's a big downside of being a lesbian on Mother's Day. Oh, is that, um, yeah. Yeah, two yeah. moms. You can't you can't peace out. Shit, you can't go no. get a hotel. How does that work? <laughs> it's yeah. like, I'm celebrating me, but I'm also celebrating you. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it, it works in kind of the same way, I guess, that it works <laughs> with like mother-in-laws and mothers and things like that. Which is, oh, so resentfully? Like you... Maybe let me rephrase that a little bit. And that we generally just do like a family outing together or something yeah. because they, we can't... You know, it can't become like a big weird thing about like who gets breakfast in bed or like who gets to take an, I mean, I guess we could split the day. Right. But or like Saturday belongs to one of you and Sunday belongs to one of you. Yeah. It just feels weird. So we just usually figure out something that we like to do as a family and then we just like go do a family day. Yeah. That's nice. That's what it is. Good. Yeah. yeah I'm You're going to go think. run like a fucking 10K or something? Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm doing a race. You uh, are? I am. It's a weird thing. I was like, why do I always run on Mother's Day? I mean, I know why. Because you're like, get me out of here. Run away. <laughs> run away. Yeah. But I haven't been running because I got hurt. So, but I'm doing a, a oh, run. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I got 
I got uh, the plantar fasciitis. Oh, I've had that. Yeah, and it hurts me really badly. Boo. So um, I haven't done like a half marathon in a little while. By the way, anyone listening, it's like a muscle thing. It's not, it always, it sounds like planters warts. It does. Yeah. It, yeah. It's but a it's, muscle thing like in my um, heel. heel slash arch yeah. area. And like if I wear flat shoes, it hurts. Yeah. Um, when I run long distances, it hurts. So that's why I started doing the, I have the Peloton bike. So any listeners out there, if you're on there, I am Amanda is trying. Oh, I love that. And you can totally find me and high five me in a class. Um, and I will just assume now that everyone high fiving me is a listener of the show. I'll be like, Great. another listener. Meanwhile, no, it's just like people, people high five. Anyways, so huh. I've been doing that. I haven't been running. So it'll be interesting to go. Um, I have, I am. I'm jinxing myself now, but I'm like a person who can sort of show up and run like extreme distances without (laughs) training. My friends get upset. They're like, you drink a bottle of wine and now you're running a half marathon the next day. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Like, oh my God. I have an old friend named Johnny Spanish. He's, uh, which is first of all, the best name ever. It's surprise. It's not his birth name. But Johnny Spanish, he would like run marathons yeah. and he smoked like a pack of Marlboro Reds a day. Yeah. And he he would like tie one on the night before yeah. and then he'd go run a marathon the next day. And I, he's still alive. It's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well. I know. I'm always like, if I trained really well, I could actually be a pretty good runner. I mean, <laughs> if I just. If I tried, if Amanda was trying. Yeah. I mean, when you get up to high like high mileage you want to watch what you're eating because it really does affect the run and you don't want to really drink the night before yeah so so are you you're gonna run on mother's day i'm gonna run is uh, it out of town no it's here it's at universal studios oh through the back lots and everything so oh, fun. yeah That's cool. i thought it'd be a cool fun just my friend's doing it with so me you're gonna be running and king kong <laughs> Uh, there's the psycho house. <laughs> Dinosaurs will run after you. Yeah. Yep. Great. So uh, that will just be something. And then I think uh, <laughs> that's something to pass the time. It'll be just be something. But the, the thing that stinks about it when you do like the theme park races is you have to get up and run it because they have to have it done before the park opens. So it's like four in the morning getting up to go run a race. It's not ideal. And I'm just realizing this now. So Mother's Day, I'm going to be up at like four in the morning running through Universal Studios. Oh, wow. Party. Ideal. Um, <laughs> dumb. Like, it's so dumb. The real question is, will I go or not? I like, Because I might be like, as the mother of Mother's Day, I'm not doing that race. Yeah. Uh, my friend Holly is totally like, don't forget to pick up your bib. Are we going? You're going to do this, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably will, but we'll see. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I told Katen... This year, I want him to have the kids plan it. So I'm <gasps> right. trying to teach them about, like, you guys, what is that to you? And what, what are we going to do? And uh, it could be a complete and utter failure. I'm I'm guessing I'm going to get a lot of Pokemon cards and that it'll be like... And then you'll, like, go to Bounce You or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, she really wants to go to Chuck E. Cheese in the trampoline park. Uh, so we'll see. I'm hoping he can kind of guide them a little bit. But um, I just... I'm interested to see what they think I would want to do. Like, it sounds kind of fun to see that. So we'll see. Next year, I'll probably go to a hotel. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I I actually have more anxiety about trying to buy something for my mom and my mother-in-law. Oh, I, keep I keep forgetting. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, the thing I'm trying to get them to, like, think about, like, what do I want? Mm-hmm. I want you to mm-hmm. have this day and, like, think about you and say thank you. Well, and I'm like, oh, no, I have to hurry up. And I don't want to. I just send her flowers. Our sponsor, uh, in a, a few weeks ago, was baked by Melissa. She does like tiny little cupcakes. Do you know the baked by Melissa? I don't. They're good. really good. They're it, you get like a whole tray of just different yes. flavors, and then it's like each one is like one or two bites, and it's it's great. Um, and then you can just sample a bunch of them, and uh, it's a good it's a good oh, different. But that's gift. what I got for for everyone. But then I forgot to get one for my mom and. <sighs> I gotta figure that out. Well, I had the. I talked to my mom on the phone this weekend, and I was like, like, "That's your gift." The end. (laughs) I I dug myself a hole. Uh So she was like, "We started talking about Mother's Day," and I was like, "Do you want me to just? I can send you flowers. Do you like when I do that?" And she's like, "Yeah." 
I guess that's what I'm getting. And it was like this like guilty oh. thing. Oh, so then, yikes. And then she, what? This is, um, this is Debbie. Everybody's met Debbie on that one yeah. episode. She, Debbie's honest about what she wants and she knows what she wants, but she does that thing where she won't tell you what she wants. So you have to guess what she wants. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I do not care for that kind of communication. Oh, it's so fun. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, I'm sure I'm going to do it to my kids when they oh, get older and not realize I'm doing it. But so uh, I she sort of put in an order where she was like, I would love like a box where you put things together and you send me something. She wants a care package. Yeah. Oh, but I don't know when I'm going to do that. Shit, when am better, I supposed to do that? Uh, Like yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Fuck. Shit. I'm just going to send her flowers and then tell her I love her and that I can't get it together because I'm also a mother. Unless you want to get her like a fucking subscription to like uh, whatever that box is that your mother-in-law got you. No, that's expensive. Yeah. I mean, I love her, but oh, no, come a, on. That's expensive. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, I think I went first last time. Yeah, I have a tiny yeah, story. Tell us your story. So, What's it, going on? What broke you? This is my you? tiny story of the oh, week. Oh, tell me a tiny story. Is that so cute? Oh, I today. Here's my tiny story. That's how I get Irish. I tell everybody that. I'm like, my friend Betsy goes, hi today. It just makes me laugh. And they just look at me like, what are you talking about? You have to be there. Um. So I woke up Saturday morning and was like, okay. The girl's room has been haunting me for... Like a couple weeks now, I, it doesn't. It just feels chaotic. There's no organization. Uh, they're in bunk beds, but I would really love to get them their own separate beds and kind of set them up with. This is your side of the room. This is your side of the room. You have space, your own space. Um, but to get there, we still have to go through the piles and piles of broken toys. Because yeah. I mean, they play, but they break everything. You know, it just feels like we can't. They're not the kind of kid that like cherishes anything. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's just like, Oh, here's an American girl doll. I'm going to put makeup on her, you know? And it's yeah. like, no, that thing is like hundred dollars. Yeah. Please stop. You know? So, and then the other part of me is like, well, they're playing with yeah. it at least instead of it just like sitting there on display. Uh, but so it's been a mess and I woke up Saturday morning and was like, it's on. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And so I just started going through. I get through. kind of excited when stuff's broken. Yeah. Cause then I can get rid of it. We went through <laughs> bags and bags and bags of <gasps> stuff that was ready to be tossed or donated depending on whether or not it was still usable. So if it wasn't broken or totally destroyed donation, which we don't say donation to them at this point, we just say, we're just putting it in the back for a little bit. Great. Because otherwise they're, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but so, uh, so we went through, we probably should start teaching them about donation because I like the concept of it, but, um, I'm raising hoarders. So <laughs> one step at a time. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> so, uh, I started going through everything. We, we purged so much stuff. I went through all their clothes and got rid of all of the, the sized out clothing yes. that they had. I folded it all up. I like, I mean, it was, and I think it. I want to say it was like three hours of solid cleaning out their room. Oh, this is an inspirational story. I am enjoying it. It mm-hmm. felt awesome. Yeah. But so they did that thing that kids do, though, when you start cleaning the room and all of a sudden there's the uh, toys there where they're like, oh, uh-huh. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. You were doing it with them there? Yeah, they were here. So, oh boy, that's um, impossible. Well, I have, my, I have one kid that really likes to clean. <gasps> That's Miss Benny Rose. Oh, Miss Benny and Miss o- Benny. my Odie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it's like, oh, it's time to clean. She's like, bring it on. Let's organize. And she will sit and go through everything and clean it all up. She loves it to be neat and tidy. Emmeline's just like, whatever. I don't care about that. Uh, <laughs> and then Wes is just rolling around in his filth. Like, I feel at home. Um, so I was in there cleaning up. Benny started to come in a little. Once it felt 
like there was a method to my madness. She was like, okay, I'm coming in to help. Uh, but and at first it just felt like, you know, like you start kind of like digging. It's right. almost like you're like, okay, you know, like I go through and organize the mess into piles and then go through the piles and then or from there do it. Like I have this whole system where it's like, don't get in my way until you're ready to dive in. So Caitlin started helping me. We're in there. I love a system. This sounds like a good system. Yeah, we got it down. Um, so then uh, we're almost done, and the girls started playing with Barbies. And uh, they haven't played with Barbies in forever because the Barbies have been buried. And so they were like, oh, my gosh. Like, they just found all these dolls. And they're like, look at all these dolls. So then they, they're they at that awesome age that I remember being where they are doing pretend play. And, like, they'll do... Oh, I'm I'm gonna go shopping. Do you wanna go shopping with me? Yeah, let's go shopping. Or they'll be like, Let's play school. I'm the teacher, you know, so it's all role playing and that's where seeing twins is kinda cool because they <laughs> have a built in buddy to who's at the same developmental age to play with them. Yeah. So they get going. So they were doing that with Barbies and the thing like I sat there and all of a sudden Benny was like, Okay, I'm going to work. We need to find someone to watch my kids. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like stood up at full attention <laughs> and was like, oh, she's playing mom. Like, that's totally me. And I was like, oh, and then Emily was like, hi, I'm the babysitter. I'm here. Watch your kids while you're at work. Like, I sat there and just listened. It was like listening into their psyche yes. and like, oh, what have I done to them? And what do they view me as? And like, what is mom to them? And like, they were going on and on and on about, okay, well, I can't go to work. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. And the babysitter was just like, okay, we're going to watch TV. Like it was so oh, dear. Like, and at first, like, I thought about it all weekend after that. <gasps> really? Yeah. I couldn't get it out of my head because I felt super guilty Aww. and super proud at the same time. Right. And it was just, like, such a thing where it was like, oh, you know, like, their concept of motherhood is working and having someone else raise your kid. And so I was like, oh, no. Like, I need to be putting more time in, which is something I'm always telling myself. I think we're always, oh, even no, when I was yeah. home with them, I was saying that. And that's that's what I ultimately came to terms with was I was remembering that like when I was here, I still felt like I wasn't being a present enough mother. Exactly. I so, mean, yeah. is there a mom who feels like, I mean, unless you're, I bet it even moms who are like, I homeschool, I, you know, are probably like, I should be more present. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like in the beginning I felt like I was real good at it. And then I think I just wasn't i don't know i was thinking about that a lot like when did it shift because there even when it was hard i felt present but then there was like a moment where it shifts where it's like it becomes mind numbing and not as important Mm -hmm. not that parenting isn't important but Mm -hmm. like watching paw patrol or keeping them from watching paw patrol or you know like there's these moments in time where you're like oh i have to protect them and you're they're all encompassing and then there comes this space where you're like (gasps) Oh, wait, I actually, I have to breathe and I need to get my sense of self back and who am I and Mm -hmm. what just happened to me. But right. There's always a part of you that's like, we should be baking together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should be Mm -hmm. making a sensory tray. I don't know how to make a flower wreath for my hair. Oh, I'm a failure. I don't know why I think that's what mothers do, but you know. It's what... I mean, that's what mothers on Pinterest do. That's yeah, what they do. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and like my kids don't have matching clothes to even take a photo. <laughs> oh yeah, I have to buy them outfits when we have like yeah. a photo thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we like it's 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 just it, you know it's just so interesting to me. And then it was like. Uh, I just, I beat myself up a lot about it. I was like, oh, you know, and then Benny said something later about like, oh, it's Sunday. I'm so excited. That's a day I get you all day long. Like, so she's very aware of these are my days where I get you. And these are my days where I don't. And it was, it's a little heartbreaking. Um, It's a little heartbreaking. And so I don't know. And it was tough because I was like, is it good or isn't it? Um, But in the same sense, they are proud of the work that I do. And so there's a sense there that's like, I like that they admire me for working, you know, like, and you can see that. Like I went mm-hmm. into their classroom one day and Benny just stood up and was like, my mom works. And like, it's not said with 
disdain. It's said with like total and utter pride at like, yes, she's a powerhouse. And I love that because I feel like I'm hopefully that's something that they like when they get older, if they want to work and not feel bad about it. But yeah, it's just interesting. It's -hmm. interesting to see them play like that. And it broke me a little bit. It made me sad. Mm. (sighs) I'm sorry. That is hard. But their room is clean, so that made me happy. I mean, the room getting clean story is is, is a bit of porn, but <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. And not I gonna organized lie. all those I got, clothes. I got really distracted by that. And I, <laughs> everything has a bin, and now I can say, "Put your dolls Whoa. in the doll bin," and oh they do. Oh my god, I have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think you're right. I think it's like a. I mean, you're 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 being a role model. You're showing them what it what being a woman can look like, what growing up, like that she, that they don't have to sacrifice every part of themselves for their own family and kids later that they can still be. I feel like that's actually super important. Yeah. 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 Like I can have a sense of identity and you can have a sense of identity and they don't have to be so connected that it, it doesn't work without one another. Right. Instead we can kind of be there for each other. Right. I don't know. I I hope. I think that's good. (sighs) Oh, yeah, I don't have any answers. It's hard. It it's hard. is hard. It's hard. And I and yeah, there's no right way. And so I think that's the other thing. I do think it's helpful that I've experienced both so I know mm-hmm. where I would be in that space. Um thankfully, yeah. I've gotten that opportunity. And you also listen to yourself. Like yeah. you got that job outside the house because there was something inside of you that was telling you, I need this. Yeah. And uh, you listened to it. Yeah. I was laying in bed all the time, all day going, oh God. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I listened to that. Yeah. But yeah. So now my girls play Barbies and they're all working girls. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> well, I got that job, so... <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Amanda. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Betsy. Five years ago, Casper revolutionized the mattress industry by making it easier than ever to buy a premium foam mattress. And today they're building on that legacy with a new line of mattresses that combine the best of both worlds. Introducing the hybrid collection by Casper. Their acclaimed foam layers now available with springs. This is very exciting, Amanda. I love a spring mattress. But literally every time I go on, you know, social media and friends are like, what mattress should I buy? A majority, like a vast majority of them say Casper. Yeah. Right? But see, the cool thing about Casper is everybody knows about their amazing foam mattresses and they come delivered in the box to your door. With the hybrid, you get the amazing foam mattress that they're known for, but now with springs. That's right. You get the pressure relief of their award-winning foam, but with the durable yet gentle springs. That's right. It's like luxurious comfort and resilient support. And the cool thing is, is uh, everybody loves the Casper mattresses because they get delivered in a box to your yes. door. So you don't have to deal with any of that. And you just open it up and let it like roll out and inflate. They kind of like self-inflate. The hybrid mattress That's does right, that like too. breathes yeah. life into it. Yeah, you, like all of a sudden excited. it's like, whoa, there it is. <laughs> um, but the hybrid also come in a box delivered right to your door. Amazing. And you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. So you don't have to take our word for it. You can get it. You can sleep on it 100 nights. And if you change your mind, you can send it back. Which is awesome. And that's how I got Kate to uh, commit to getting a new mattress. Because I was <laughs> like, we can try it out. If you don't like it, we can return it. Casper has everything you need to create the perfect sleep environment. They even have bedding, bed frames, even a glow light that helps you fall asleep. They have elevated lift support, increased airflow for cooling. I know my husband needs that. (laughs) He's like a zillion degrees at night. 
durability for all body types and enhanced edge support. Oh, that's important so that you don't just sit on the edge of your bed and just sort of like, oh, yeah. like no. melt off the edge. So we have a special promo for our listeners. This is so exciting. You can get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash WMD and using WMD at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Woohoo! Get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash WMD and using WMD at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. We are here to sing the praises of Care Of. Oh, I love Care Of. Care Of is a vitamin and supplement subscription service. They can send you protein powders, of vitamins, and it's all personalized for you, and they deliver it straight to the door. So you go to their website. Yeah. You fill out this cute little quiz. Yep. They super easy. They ask you like, what, what are you looking for? How are you? What do you need? Yeah. And so I went and I was like, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> Please help me care of. And they sent these uh, vitamin packets and they also sent me these like little tubes called extra batteries. Yes. So like delicious little pixie sticks yep. with like caffeine and vitamins in them. Yeah. And it's like a little shooter and it's, ugh amazing so anyway ever since i have started taking the vitamins that they sent me i feel so much better i was taking a nap every day and i seriously i they sent me these personalized packets of vitamins my name is on it you told me the other day you were like you know i'm taking my vitamins from care of on a regular basis and i feel better i really do yeah and you know which is not to say you know I don't know how it's going to work for you, but I can tell you from personal experience, I am really into care of, and I love their product. But it's nice because they kind of take the guesswork out of what vitamins you should be taking and they put it together for you. So it's easy and convenient. They deliver it to your door. So you have it there. They also have these new protein powders, which are awesome. Yeah. They come in like chocolate, vanilla, and like unflavored. And you can put that in your smoothie. You can put that in your kid's smoothie. Uh, Yeah. Uh, all sorts of... Um, right. You can put them in your kids because they have clean labels so you know exactly what is going into those ingredients. Um, and they're all made with organic ingredients like cocoa and Himalayan salt. They also have vegan and vegetarian uh, options. In fact, that was one of the questions they asked in the in the quiz. Yeah. So... Whatever your sort of spring health goals are, yes. they're going to help you spring and know it. Right. And for 30% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter WMD30. Yes, that's the promo code. Takecareof.com, enter WMD30 for 30% off your first care of order. Care.com is our sponsor this week, Betsy. Care.com. Tell us, Amanda, you've used Care.com. I have. Tell us all about it. So I was driving cross country and I went online on the app and I signed up and I said, this is what I need. This is what I'm looking for, like in a caretaker for my kids. Oh, so Care.com is an easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family. That's right. So it doesn't have to be just your kids, but... That's how I used it. That's right. You can be housekeeper, cleaning, dog walkers. Right. There's so many different ways that you can get people to help you with your daily house tasks or just to help you take care of your kids or your life. We found one. We had a babysitter. She babysat for my kids for months while we lived here and was amazing. She was probably my favorite babysitter we've had out west. Um, super nice and amazing. And she got a lot of her jobs through care.com and yeah. And I know what it's like to have to like scramble for a sitter or hope that someone is vetted and, you know, just like, Oh, I hope my crazy friend is telling the truth about this babysitter being, you know what I mean? Where they build a tent in your backyard. I've heard the story (laughs) on care.com. You know, you're getting reliable, like true, like good sitters. That's right. It's the world's largest digital marketplace for finding and managing family care. You can find care for everyone in the family, whether you need child care while you're at work, or you just want to like line up a date night sitter. Care.com is there for you. You can find sitters, nannies, housekeepers, dog walkers, senior care, tutors. Yeah. They do background checks, reference checks. I mean, all of it. 
They make sure that whoever comes to your house has the qualifications that you want them to have, and they do all that work for you. That's right. And at care.com, you can find, book, and pay for care all in one place. Right. So it's all done there instead of like the awkward... At the yeah. end of the night, like, here's some... Oh, do you uh, take Venmo? I don't have cash. Uh, do you take a check? No. It's all there on care.com. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But also, for our listeners, you can get 30% off care.com premium membership. So if you want to save 30% off a care.com premium membership, all you have to do is visit care.com slash WMD when you subscribe, and you'll get 30% off a premium membership, which is pretty awesome. That is super awesome. All right, let me tell you a little story. Yesterday, I uh, I hope I can remember all the details. Yesterday, I uh, picked my kids up from the bus stop, and I thought, oh, we'll just we'll go home, and uh, I'll start dinner, and they'll you know do their homework. And everyone was like, we want ice cream, we want ice cream, and I was like, oh fuck, I don't want to get them fucking ice cream. They get ice cream all the time. I don't want to spend money on ice cream. I don't have cash. And I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And, uh, but then they were like, let's go to the plate, like this, you know, let's go to the Rite Aid and get ice cream. We've talked about the Rite Aid. Uh, so essentially, like, our pharmacy has uh, <laughs> ice cream. It's filled with drugs. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm like, okay, fine. Cause I just don't want to like fight everyone. <laughs> And I'm just tired and and I'm always the bad guy. I feel like I'm always the one who's like, no. So I'm like, fine, let's go get ice cream. And I'll get whatever I need at the store while we're there. So we go. And on the way, uh, my eight-year-old's being kind of a dick. And uh, and I keep being like, hey, like, let's, like, I want to, if you want ice cream, I need you to change your attitude because I'm not liking the attitude that you're showing me right now. It's It's, this is not... This is not someone who should be getting ice cream. And that's the other thing. It's like, I don't want to be like, no, ice cream. You know what I mean? It's going to be a whole fucking thing. (sighs) So anyway, I've been on uh, antidepressants. And um, they've been auto-refilling. And for whatever reason, it didn't auto-refill this last time. And so I I called the pharmacy and I was like, hey, why is this not uh, filling? I'm out of medication. Um, and I'm a little freaked out cause if, if, if I don't yeah. take the medication, then there's all these like side effects of these like withdrawal things, uh, which I don't want to experience. Um, and they're like, Oh, you haven't seen your doctor since you haven't had an, an appointment since October. So now you have to make an appointment to see her before she will give you a refill. Yep. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I'm out of medication and it's kind of a problem. And they're like, all right, well, we'll get you enough to get through the weekend, but you better call on Monday and make an appointment. I was like, all right. So I call Monday morning at like 8.30 and I don't hear back. And then at like 4.30, they finally call me back and I'm in line at the place like buying ice cream. This is, and then you you pay for the ice cream and then you go and then they like scoop it up for you. So that's how it works at the pharmacy. So she, she, the woman calls and we're having this conversation and it's, first of all, it's like a kind of a personal conversation to be having. I mean, I'm on a podcast right now telling all of you, but like in the middle of a store yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and all three of my <laughs> lunatic children right. are like bickering right. and fighting. And, um, you're like, I suffer from anxiety. I'm not sure why <laughs> it was Amanda for real. It, that it was like oh, an no. illustration. I wanted to scream into the phone. Like, do I really need an appointment? Can you see my Hold life? On. Let me just pass you over to the stranger and you can ask them if they think I should be getting this medicine right now. Oh my God. Yeah. At some point I had to like put the I'm phone stressed. down to do something because someone like, it was just like, uh, it was, it was, I was spinning so many plates, like three people, like children, like doing all sorts of stuff. This guy that I'm checking out with, uh, I have to order, I have to like tell him, cause that's the other thing. It's not, he can't just ring it up. I have to be like, I would like a certain number of ice cream cones with a certain number of scoop. And I have to tell him. So I'm on the phone, this woman, I'm like, yeah. So I, you know, like partway through, it turns out, uh, She's like, you're going to have to come in for an intake meeting. And I'm like, 
no, no, I've like, I've been, I've seen, I've been seeing this doctor. What are you, an intake? And she's like, oh, wait, she no. like totally confused me with someone else. Oh my God. And so like, I had to like, essentially like we had to sort of start from square one. Uh, so it was like, not only is this a stress and I didn't want to be like, let me call you back later. Cause it's at the end of the day no, and, and I don't have any back. more medication. And like, it was just like yeah. all this, um, so we go over to the ice cream stand thing and this guy's like scooping the ice cream. He's not wearing gloves. Like, but like, I'm just, I'm busy talking to this woman. I can't be like, excuse me. Could you show some hygiene? Were you not just touching money and now you're touching my ice, you know? Uh, oh, and PS, I'm like so stressed out that I get ice cream also, uh, because lately I've been trying not to, you know, but I was like, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have some ice cream. Um, and so he's like scooping out all the ice creams and the kid, so I'm talking to this woman on the phone, trying to figure out all of my like things. And then the boys are like jostling the three-year-old and then the three-year-old's crying and he, the three-year-old wants to look at the ice cream, but of course he's not tall enough. So I have to pick him up and like talk about it. And he's like, I want the rainbow cake. And I was like, the rainbow sherbet. And he's like, the rainbow cake. And the guy like goes to get it. And he's like, no, the rainbow cake. Like, and I was like, there is no rainbow cake. There's rainbow sherbet. Like it just as I'm on the phone with this woman trying to like sort through all my shit and like an appointment and like go through different dates and times and stuff. Um, and then, <laughs> and I, and I'm trying to talk to this guy and I'm like, Hey, just don't, don't scoop it yet. We got to figure out what he wants. And it was just like, it was such a shit show. So everyone eats their motherfucking ice cream. <laughs> I finish my fucking phone call. We get in the car. We go home. Of course, there's like 10 fights about who's going to press the elevator button on the way back to the car and uh, all this. And the older kids like resent that the three-year-old has to push the button in the elevator. They're like, why does he get to? And I'm like, because he's the only one who cares. Just like, let him have that. Um, <laughs> and uh, so then we get home and I forget quite how it happened. But the behavior from my eight-year-old, like, escalated. Uh, and so I was like, you need to take a timeout. So I put him in the timeout. But he keeps, like, talking and, like, like yelling things at me and getting out of his chair. And so I keep starting the timer over. And then as he's sitting in the timeout, his little brother comes. And he had gotten some sort of, like, chess. The eight-year-old had gotten some sort of chess game from school. It was just a chess game. I think it was because his teacher is like leaving next year and she's getting rid of all of her stuff. So I think she set, had this chess game and she was like, do you want it? And he was like, fuck yeah. Uh, so it was sitting on the table. The three-year-old comes over and is just touching it. He hadn't been playing. He hadn't been in the middle of a game or anything. It was just all the pieces were sitting on the table. The three-year-old comes and touches the pieces because he's interested. The eight-year-old flips out. He's already been a total dick. Uh, sorry, I keep saying that, but man, I mean, he called me stupid. Uh, he used the F word. <sighs> so the baby is trying to touch this chest thing and he gets up and he pushes, he like pushes the three-year-old. He like hits his head on the corner of a desk. It was just like, it was so brutal. And, um, and so I was just like, you need to go upstairs for the rest of the night. I didn't say it calm like that, by the way. Sure. Um, but it was like, it, it, everything escalated so much. I know I keep saying that, but it just got so fucking crazy. And, you know, just him, you know, calling me an idiot and, and saying fuck. And, uh, it's just hard enough. Oh my God. It's hard enough. Just it's even, hard enough. Like just getting ice cream is hard enough. That was the other thing. I was like, I got your fucking ice cream yeah. and you repay me by being like this yeah and, and pushing your brother into like, a desk corner and was oh it was just he was so rough and just like rude and but the good thing was he stayed upstairs yeah uh those are one of those moments where you're like do they realize yet that they don't have to and there's no real rules and oh well because usually he does he'll come down and be like can i come down now and i'm like no i didn't tell you you could <laughs> so the this time he was just upstairs like practicing a dance the whole time and it was fine but um 
Like as I could you hear, do. I could as hear him do. up there like stomping around, <laughs> but it was because he was practicing a dance. Uh, what was yeah. the dance? He he took some sort of like dance class once a week at school, and um, and so he's like obsessed with it now. And when he he, he dances all the time, he da- he like dances all the time. Like so, a lot of times at bedtime, he'll be like, "Can I do a dance for you?" Um, uh, he'll like choreograph a dance, and then a, a lot of times when he is like just waiting, sort of in between things, or if he's eating at dinner time, he'll like stand up and dance. Uh, he dances all the time, <laughs> so he went upstairs and he like worked on I a dance. I yeah, love, I love that he literally danced it out. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, because then when he came down for dinner later, he was like, "Hi, mom," because you know, like. You know, there's such psychos. So like, next time, just tell him to go. Like the second he starts being a jerk, he's out. I want a new routine. <laughs> Don't come back until you've got one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was such a rough. It was a really Oof. rough night. Sounds it. And then, I, yeah, I just like went to bed early that night, and uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, that's when you're like, okay, person. sleep. Yeah, well, it was like one day. of those just old school. Like Ari comes home, and I'm just like, I'm broken. I'm, I'm, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm still kind of reeling from that. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. We're having a lot of time, a hard time. I'm sorry. Me, me and my eight year old. I don't know what's, I don't know. I'm trying, man. I'm mm-hmm. trying. I, I mean, you know, I figure it's just a phase, <clears throat> but also, like, I don't, I can't put up with, this disrespect and this like he's just so mean to me all the time. Yeah, so there we go. That's where I'm at. Amanda Divert, what has broken you? Well, most most recently. <laughs> um, well, I'll. Start- it doesn't have to be recent. It could be your all time. Oh, I know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with an overarching way in which motherhood has broken me, and then talk about how it specifically applies to. <laughs> the rather catastrophic past couple of weeks that I've had. I love it. (laughs) Um, So in a big way, I've always been a person who's like, you know, uh, I've been through a lot of shit and I can deal with a lot of shit and I just keep on going. And that's, that's me. I'm like, I'm the person that you want in a crisis. I'm like, you know, the girl that just like keeps going. It's cool. Um, (laughs) Motherhood in, in a way like made me and and I think and I'm sure this happens to all of us. It it makes you so fragile. It makes you so vulnerable. I now can't watch a television show or read a book if something might happen to a child that yes. is remotely stressful. Yes. Like if a kid gets a paper cut, I'm like, fuck you, I'm out. Cancel the show. Yeah. I can't watch this movie. Yeah. Like, oh I, my God. Like I can't deal. Everyone's saying like the room or whatever was good. And I'm yeah, like, no, oh, I, well, I'll never know. No. Nope. And no. that whatever nope. with the, the blindfold. Oh like, yeah. Even Bird just box. The, yeah. Even the, <laughs> <laughs> even the poster. I can watch like, like too much. Bird box is okay. But I tried to watch a quiet place yeah, no. and I could not. Yeah. No, I oh. just, I can't do any of it. And I'm like, I, I just became like this total pussy and there's nothing Ugh. I can do about it. It's yeah. just like the second I got pregnant, I changed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Isn't I can't that so it. weird. You become a mom and you're like, oh, that's why, that's why moms wear high-waisted pants. <laughs> that's why mom, you know, my mom always had great big underwear. That's why, uh-huh. you know, like you realize like, oh, all these like tropes of motherhood or things that you thought were like stupid and lame about mom mm-hmm. are like, oh, right. I get it now. Yeah. It's not that we were cooler. It's just that no. we hadn't been a mother yet. So exactly. we didn't understand. Exactly. Yeah. But you don't know that until you become a mother. Yeah. And then it's a, just a cruel surprise. Yeah. yeah. Just, just the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to right? God. I'm like, I used to be kind of punk rock. Yeah, I had an edgy style. Oh, right? you know? It was. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I hear that. you. There's that. There's that. I don't even have time to shop. What is style? <sighs> you know. <laughs> you know. It's whatever I can roll around in some, the preschool pickup in. <laughs> some student today brought up some like rapper, and I was like, I don't know who that is. I have never heard of that person. Like, and I. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like, I don't. I don't have time and I also don't care. No, but I can tell you a fuckload about Paw Patrol. Like, oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. 
There's that too. Yeah. So anyway, I'm a broken human who's very vulnerable now to catastrophes, large or small, because now there's this like terror that we're going to have for the rest of our lives, which is these creatures that we care about more than ourselves. And it's like, fine, kill me. But like, oh God. Yep. Yeah. But I've just invested so much into this person. Let's, right. Like, let's right. keep that. Yeah. Right. I split my vagina open. Yes. Like, let's, like <laughs> there's no coming back from this. <laughs> So, uh, my wife has been, uh, traveling a lot for work. We both travel for work and she had like in this past month, she was gone for like a week. She was back for a few days and then she was gone again for like five days. So oh, I was that's like, hard. yeah, I've been like really behind, you know, cause I was trying to like do everything, make sure that it was like still fun and really interesting for my daughter and that she wasn't missing out on too much. And then still try to get my work done and hit my deadlines. And then I had the brilliant idea of, uh, in the three days that my wife was back, I was like, well, it's her spring break. Let's go to Legoland and, like, stay overnight and, like, you know, build this good memory for her because she hasn't seen you. Yeah. But then my wife had to catch up and work. So what that ended up with was one day of all of us at Legoland and the second day where then I'm alone at Legoland with the four-year-old when my oh, wife's working no. in the hotel lobby. Oh, no. Then my wife goes back out of town. Um, and oh I was, God. so it was her first night back out of town. Wait, but did your daughter have a great time at Legoland? Oh God, she had the best time. No, it was Good. totally worth it. I was just running myself, Ragged. you know, too hard yeah. trying to like compensate and do everything and be everything and do this thing that I tend to do to myself, um, <laughs> that I think we all tend to do to ourselves. <laughs> yes. Um, and so it was, uh, my wife had had to back out to another convention and I got, our daughter to bed and then I was like I'm so behind on work I need to stay up late and and just like push through and get some things written was, and your daughter is in like preschool yes during the day well for for three hours a day because it's it's preschool oh, that's so, like, what we do too yeah that's hard because then you it have is. like two two and a half hours to get and, everything yeah done. and that's my work day that's yeah. my work day. Oh my god! So, do you do you work outside of the home or in uh, at from home? Right now, from for the last eight months, it's been from home. So like, this is the good thing is like I can stay up, I can make my hours work, I can you know juggle but it. But still, around. it's it's hard. Yeah. to carve that time out. It's super hard. I'm I feel lucky that I get to do it because it's like then I have a lot of time for her, and I've done you know I've done shows where I've had to work super long hours and be far away and gone for like fourteen hour days when I'm working in TV and. I prefer being able to work at home and overexhaust myself to that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I'm actually less tired when I'm doing that because more of my day is a, is a long work day with adults versus a long day with, with one four and a half year old. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's so much easier to deal with the high strung, <laughs> high anxiety adults. Yeah. For real. Than the one. Uh, high maintenance <laughs> kid. But, yeah. But neither here nor there. <laughs> I so I was working. I was staying up later than I normally do, which ended up being a good thing. I heard like a loud bang and I was like, Oh, that was weird. And then a car drove by and I was like, Oh, car backfired, whatever. Kept working. Started to hear more things like out in the side area. And I was like, you know what? I'm home alone. I'm gonna grab my phone and see if I need to confront somebody because like scary. I'm home alone with our kid, whatever. And then there's a knock on the door. And I was like, well, that's weird. And I stand up to look. And that's when I see out of my kitchen window a giant wall of flames <gasps> um, filling the whole kitchen window. Like there's a huge ass fire right outside of my kitchen. And I say, oh, my God. And I go to the door and there's a nice man who was walking his dog who was coming to knock on the door to let us know that there was a giant fire. And I um, said to him, call 911. He said, uh, I did. And then I think I might have slammed the door in his face, which I feel really <laughs> bad about. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, sweet angel man. I don't know. He's he's our neighbor. He lives in this neighborhood. And like, bless you, whoever you are. <laughs> but then I did a thing that like, I don't know how I did because it was like, Okay, in this scenario, you know the way that you would think about it if it's presented. Like, there's a giant fire. You grab your kid, you get outside, go knock on the next door neighbor who's an elderly woman who lives alone, make sure she's out of the house, wait for the firefighters to come. That is not what I did. Mm -hmm. What I did was I, I realized in like the split second weird adrenaline rush 
that my child was asleep and there was a finite amount of time before the house was actually the thing burning. So I, I ran outside and I grabbed, we have like a high intensity like jet stream um, hose, hose nozzle thing uh-huh. to, to clean up the pool deck area. Uh-huh. So we have a pool. So I ran outside and I grabbed that and like ran through the baby gate, grabbed the hose, ran back around and started uh, like trying to put out the started trying to put out the fire uh, because it was so it was like a, we had two wooden gates had that were about nine feet wide. Then the neighbor had a gate. Then there was where all the trash cans were all. It was probably about 20 feet wide and about eight inches high. The fire. Mm. Uh, so it was not a 20 small. feet wide. Yeah. And I thought at the fire. time I was like, oh, it must be like 10 feet. But then the guy came to measure the gates afterwards and I, it so was like 20. 20 feet wide of fire. And did you say eight? eight like eight, eight feet high. Oh, eight it was like feet up to the, high? Yeah. I don't know it why was, I was thinking eight inches no, high. No, it, it was taller than me. Holy which is not saying shit. much. But um, so I start like trying to hit the perimeter because I'm like, I have to keep the elderly neighbor's house from growing up and I have to keep our house from growing up. And if I can just do that until the firefighters come, then we'll be good. And I can only do this as long as my daughter stays asleep. And if even a shingle of our actual house starts burning, then I'm grabbing her and I'm going and like, fuck it. But right now I think I can keep everything from going up. So I just start spraying the thing and I'm just like going and the nozzle's not on all the way very well. So it's like also spraying me. So like, I'm just like soaking wet. It's midnight. I'm spraying this fire i see the like lights starting to go oh and i'm god. like oh my god okay they're here all of a sudden the fire captain like kicks the gate yeah. down and is like okay we've got it like i gotta go check on my kid i go running inside she's still asleep like completely <laughs> asleep like, he, i come back out he's like you're soaking wet you need to change clothes i'm like okay um <laughs> you don't tell me what to wait, do. I'm a wait. firefighter. Now this is a porn. Yeah. yeah the the fire captain kicks down the gate. You're soaking boner. wet. I was soaking wet. He told me to get out of my wet clothes. His Super name boner. Get out of your his name, and thank you very much for saving my life, is Captain Johnson. Yeah. I'm not joking. <laughs> Hi, I'm Captain Johnson. Captain Hardcock Johnson. <laughs> what? Your, your first name is Hardcock? Yes. <laughs> My all, mom was a hippie. You're so wet. You're, you're wet. All of this wasted on my lesbian ass. <laughs> like, wasted. Okay, but it's not wasted on all of us. <laughs> Soaking wet, wet lesbian, Captain Hardcock Johnson. But I did manage I to put out the whole it. fire like before he got there. Like that They just dealt with the embers. Unbelievable. And then they, like, they were checking the attic for anything which was of course of course the entrance to the attic was in my daughter's bedroom so she wakes up to like four firefighters with flashlights in her room she thinks it's amazing it's yeah. great it's the best thing ever there are firefighters everywhere I mean, she's like, cute. i'm glad she wasn't Yay. scared you know, she no. was great. She was, just like, she was great. The best. The Meanwhile, best. like my landlords came over in their bathrobes because they lived down the street, and I'm like hyperventilating in their arms, realizing what had happened. Yeah. Like being like, oh my god, oh my god, <gasps> oh the adrenaline wore off. Well, so that's the thing. It's like I was fine that night. Put out the fire. It was actually really sweet. My daughter, like, gave Captain Johnson a high five, and was like, "Thank you for saving us." And he turned to her and he was like, "I just did paperwork. You know who saved you? Your mom," which was like the coolest <laughs> because kids listen to firefighters. So I was like, yeah, that's right. This that is, is amazing. Super cool. It I was, feel like that's a story your daughter is going to tell. Like, I mean, I hope her kids, I hope that sticks with her. her it was grandkids. Like that's so badass. It was, it was, and again, it was just like, it was the adrenaline thing. Like, I don't know how I could have done it or why I did it or how I did it. Like, it was just like a, I don't know. One of those things is like my kids in there, like fuck this fire. It's going out yes. kind of a thing. But then, then the adrenaline like went, you know, and so like the next day uh, we were supposed to go to the beach. Oh, wait. So what caused the fire? <laughs> um, so cooking oils are combustible and it can be as simple as like they just touch a cloth or whatever and then they can go up with no oxygen or no uh, outside element like what? igniting them. Is a thing that I learned, a chemistry lesson that I learned from the insurance investigator. Cooking oil. Yeah, like uh, it, like uh, like avocado oil, coconut oil, uh, olive oil. What? It can just, just be stuff. in yeah. your garbage can. It has to be the right set of circumstances, okay. but it has to touch an organic material. 
and which it, your garbage can is full of. Yep. And then it just has to, you know, like the right kind of temperature, the right whatever. And that's all it takes. And he said it happens all the time. Oh my that God. That it's happened to him. That it's like a really common thing that nobody knows about because people don't know chemistry. But like as we've started cooking and eating more healthily, like this is just a thing that can happen. Holy shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry to interrupt, but that's. Nope. That's, 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 my, that's my PSA, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the so next going day. going to the beach? We were supposed to, and I couldn't do it. Like, I was just like, I can't drive to the West Side. I can't do anything. And then my daughter was, like, watching TV all day because it was, like, all I could do. A friend had us over for dinner, and I was like, I'm just not, like, I can't function. Like, I'm still shaking. She's like, oh, it's okay. My son's watched TV already today. I was like, oh, it's cute that he's watched TV already today. Like, I literally mean my child has done nothing but watch TV yeah. because like I can't. Yep. Fun- and I was that and So way- how were you feeling? You were just, you were feeling overwhelmed. You were feeling Yeah, I was depressed. like, I mean, I couldn't stop shaking like physically. Like Whoa. it was like the adrenaline was still just coursing. <gasps> and I just had, I had nothing in my country. And I was also really paranoid and jumpy, like mm-hmm. every loud noise. So you were feeling anxious. Yeah. Like my- all the things that could have happened. Yes. And okay. then I was like, you know, replaying the whole night, like right. everything that could have happened. The car was parked far up in the driveway. If the kitchen had gone, if whatever, like if I had gone to bed earlier and hadn't already been awake and then my daughter and I were both asleep, right. like just the, the, the multiple terrifying things that, that it is so much scarier when it's your child's life in jeopardy mm-hmm. and not just your own. And so it was like that, that was going on. So I like, I had our daughter sleeping with me for like the next three nights. Like I couldn't even like finally on night four, she was like, mommy, can I please sleep in my bed? And I was oh. like, shit. It's <laughs> like, I didn't want her to, I didn't want to make her paranoid. I didn't want her to feel like I was afraid. And I was trying to front and I was, I'm hoping that I did an okay job fronting that I wasn't like as wrecked as I was. But really for the next three days I was wrecked. And yeah. it was just like, I couldn't, like I kept like, almost starting to cry and then I'd have to like get it together and then she's like the firefighters were amazing I hope they come back and I'm thinking like I hope I never see them again like and I just couldn't I don't know it was just like I I felt like I couldn't I wasn't a present mom like I have no idea anything she was saying to me I have no idea like I mean she was just like watching a lot of tv then we were cleaning up the debris that Sunday and uh I let her do something she's not even allowed to do, which is watch YouTube videos. Yeah. Because I was like, I have to keep you out of this, uh, like all the toxic, like burnt plastic. And I have to keep you where I can keep an eye on you, but I've got to be outside, like digging through this. So like here, watch YouTube for the next three hours while I dig through. Like I just, I went fully Dude, sometimes into, like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. It was traumatizing. Yeah. And you were responding and you were traumatized. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. There's, there are multi, there's a whole multiverse out there (laughs) where really way bad things happened. And I, I, I get that. Like that is traumatizing. It's the reality that it could happen to you. Exactly. It's upsetting that your wife wasn't there. Like just all of that. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like when you, when you have those little moments where you realize how vulnerable you really are, how vulnerable your kids really are, how much you know, of course we'll do anything we can to protect them in this instance. I was able to, but it's just that of, of realizing like, Oh God, I'm not always going to be able to protect. And like, there are things that can just happen like, like that where, yeah, where it's almost like there was nothing that we could have done beforehand to make that not happen. You know, it's just, it was just that, just like the, the sheer terror of it. I guess. Yeah. The, sh- the <laughs> randomness of it. And yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's tough. And I'm sure, too, you, you said you, you alluded to, you know, having to endure a lot of hard stuff when you were younger. I mean, I can speak from my own experience that I'm a badass, tough bitch. And then all of a sudden, yeah, something can send me for a, a real tailspin. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> like, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, but it is that it's like I used to feel like I was like a hard ass and like something like this wouldn't have faced me. But then there's a kid yeah. and it just changes everything. Yeah, yeah. I walked down the street. I, I used to love going for walks, but when I walked down the street with my kids, in my mind, I'm like, they're going to get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's so anxiety filled just because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I know that this, I know that the universe doesn't just protect good people. Right. And things can just happen. And so it's yeah. always like, and Caitlin's like, you got to get over there. They got to learn how to walk down the street. And I'm like, oh, I know. 
but it still makes me crazy inside. No, I, I, I want so my child fearless. Whole, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so fearful now mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah, me too. Are you still, you're still dealing with it? I'm, I'm feeling a lot better about it now. It was just like in the, the immediate aftermath yeah. that was kind of like really shitty. Then like once my wife got home, it was a lot better because it was like there was another adult in the house. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't the quite, burden and yeah, I wasn't quite so on edge. Right. <laughs> oh, that was probably it too. Is like, you felt like, oh, I'm the only set of eyes here. Like, right. Wow. Except for Hardcock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Who was so nice. They were all the guys, like the the firefighters were all very, very sweet. I mean, they're the best. Yeah. The Burbank Fire Department is the best. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Love them a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Well, thank you for sharing that traumatic story slash amazing (laughs) sexy hero with us story about a porn like for somebody who writes comic books it was a definite hero it really was i was thinking you were a hero yeah you like came out in a cape Mm -hmm. i mean she kind of looks like a superhero already yep Uh, oh thank you for that oh my god what thank you for that lie no one can see it oh my god no is she kidding me yeah no superhero yeah i'm into it yeah you're like fucking wonder woman yes. already uh-huh. and then she comes out and she's like pow pow yeah it gets rid of a fire amazing yeah and then the sexy story um it's totally like the superheroes though because the superheroes do it all and then like oh then, you're right then and then the they have like a show up the police and the firemen will show up later <laughs> and like you did a great job here <laughs> go change your clothes and you had that hero's <laughs> journey too at the end being like oh man like the the burden of this moment you know oh, and the the, <laughs> the yeah. burden of your hero man. amanda can um can people <laughs> Amanda Dibert, um, uh, how can people uh, follow your work? Uh, would you, do you have anything to promote? What, uh, um, where can people find you? Um, people can find me talking shit on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Um, that's at Amanda Dibert, and it's D-E-I, which is confusing because it's pronounced Dibert, but yeah. And then right now I have... Um, Every week on Thursday is a new chapter of DC's Superhero Girls Yay. that I'm, I'm writing a 14-chapter a arc called Weird Science, and so that's great for kids, for little girls particularly. It's all female superheroes. The thing I'm doing right now is like girls in STEM, very science-oriented, <gasps> so like... Super cool. I super feel like fun. our listeners would be super into that. Where can you, if you will, where can you find, where can you buy those? Um, so they're available for digital download for 99 cents an issue. What? Uh, on like Kindle and stuff? Yeah, you can get it through Comixology or on the DC Comics Reader app. But if you just Google DC Superhero Girls Weird Science, it'll pop up with links and you can just you can just download it. My kids would be super into that. Yep. That's I, great. I should start getting the girls into it. And uh, can you buy hard copies as well? Um, this is not out in hard copy yet, but it will be, yes. Very fucking cool. Very cool. Uh Thank you so much for for joining Thank us you, today. Guys. That was an amazing story. Uh, Amanda, Amanda Dibert, you are doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Do you know that? Ugh. I, I thank you for that. <laughs> and I will take it to heart. <laughs> Good. Kicking ass. You saved everyone's life. I mean, well. You went to Legoland alone, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, let's talk about the bigger heroes yeah. yeah. of the yeah. <laughs> Sure, sure. You put out a fire, but you also went to Legoland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Amanda Allen. Oh, yep. That's you're me. also doing a great job. Thank you. I cleaned. You cleaned. I organized. Dude, it's so much easier just to be like, oh, fuck it. So yeah. sexy. Yeah. So sexy. Yeah. But you Wait took me. care of business. This Hardcock Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you were your own Hardcock Johnson. <laughs> he showed up. I'm like, I already did it all. <laughs> He's always just a, a minute too late. <laughs> He's always too late. <laughs> 
I've already taken care of myself. I can tell. Cock Johnson. You're all wet. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Hey, Betsy. (laughs) That was a nice, good laugh. Yes. You are doing a great job. I'm glad someone thinks so. I do. I do. My eight-year-old does not no. agree. I I think Ooh. you're doing a great job. I like that you're taking care of yourself, even when you absolutely can't. So keep Thank it up you. and know that you are doing a wonderful job. Thanks, more Amanda. Than great, man. Because mm. when you're going through all that and then they're beating you up in the same process, it's uh, it's too much. You enjoy that weekend. Hey, if you like the show, please subscribe. And, you know, it's a free show. So a way that you can pay us is to rate it and review it. Yep. And if you like it, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Tell everybody, Mm -hmm. especially tell your mom group. Mm -hmm. Please follow us on Twitter at Mommy Drinks Show and on Instagram at Why Mommy Drinks Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We have a great Facebook group, That's My right. Mommy Drinks. That's right. It's a whole community of listeners. It's super fun. It's super supportive. Also, send us your parenting nightmares. Send us your shit shows. Email them to us at whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. And you can leave a message on our hotline. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. your shit show. 424-279-8842. So, you know, if you find yourself... Uh, <laughs> overdosing on ice cream and wishing that the (laughs) fucking doctor would just refill your prescription because the amount of anxiety that is created by the life that you've chosen for yourself in that very moment is the reason that you need that medicine (laughs) to get through the rest of your day. Preach! Or, you know, (laughs) you're just, uh, you're, the idea of what your kids feel a mom is is finding someone else to pay to take care of them. <laughs> <laughs> or you get the job done before Captain Harcock shows the job. <laughs> <laughs> know that, you know what, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Why mommy drinks. Well, hello there, Why Mommy Drinks listeners. I'm Margaret Abels, and I'm Amy. What would you say? I like to say I'm like a laid back, let it ride kind of a mom. You're laissez faire. I'm laissez faire. It'll all work out. And I'm not. I'm more of a by the book, organized, never met a list I didn't like kind of parent. The good news about that, though, is if you don't like doing research, Amy does it for you. She's going to figure it out, guys. Together, we host the comedy parenting podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, where every week we solve a vexing parenting dilemma with actual real research device. And also a ton of laughs. So don't worry. It's not all seriousness. We need both. Join us. You can find us at whatfreshhellpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire. 